Hello and welcome to what is definitely episode 8 of The Comedian's Tea Party and my guest this week is Matt Adlington who is a very very good friend of mine and it was a real pleasure to have him on. Now because he is a particularly good friend of mine it it, it becomes sort of a matey banter at one point and uh, I hope that translates fairly well and becomes funny to everyone else. It, it was... Uh, it, it, we enjoyed it. <laughs> it. It was really funny, but it might sound a bit awkward, so we'll see. But I'm awkward, so it's fine. So we have a good, a good chat in this one. I've got a, got a lot to say about what happens in the episodes. A lot goes on. Um, I finished the story that I started in the Carl Donnelly episode in episode one. We finally finished that story. So, um, I mean, nobody got in contact and said that they were wondering what happened in that story. But nevertheless, it's concluded. You're welcome. For some reason, the start of this episode ended up very C-bomb heavy. Don't know why, just got there. <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've dealt with it with bleeping them out. I hope I haven't missed any. Not that it matters. Cause, uh, as I've said many times before, this, this podcast occasionally contains swearing. So, you know. But the C-bomb sent us a little bit heavy. So uh, I try I try and fix it where I can. Uh, hopefully this sounds okay currently. I'm... I'm currently recording in a house where everyone else is asleep, so uh, hopefully I don't wake anyone up. We have a good chat. We do do talk about tea a little bit. He talks about uh, the sort of the anxiety he gets when he has to choose coffee, which led him to have a sort of a, a sceptical view of uh, of quote unquote posh tea. We discuss the pronunciation of rubus, rubus, rubus. We're not sure. Matt chose it as a T because he thought it was like a, a sort of a, a translation of robots and uh, honestly I don't know if that's true or not but I believe him. We talk about alternative milks and the new name that we should give them. Uh, that comes up, listen to that bit, it's, 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 it's quite fun. I think we've come up with a, a sort of a decent alternative but I'm very aware that there could be better names out there so if anyone's got a better name for an alternative milk then Get in touch and let me know at, at Tea Party Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and I think if you type that into Facebook, you can also find it there. But just search it to Comedians Tea Party, you'll find us. That is teapartypod at gmail.com if you want to email us. And that is the letter T Party Pod. There were a couple of sound issues uh, around that time, so apologies for that. I've, I've already tried a couple of sort of alternative things that I think may be causing it, but I'm not entirely certain what it is as yet. So uh, I, I'll continue experimenting, uh, but please bear with me. We don't miss any sort of too important bits, I don't think, so should be fine. Matt has a very low opinion of himself a lot of the time uh, about his comedy, and he really shouldn't because he's very funny, uh, but that does it does come up a little bit in sort of conjunction with you know reviews which i did discuss briefly with andy story and how like reviews they shouldn't be read by us or anyone really they should just be read by the reviewer in their own bedroom and i say that as someone who has as yet never been reviewed uh five years in <laughs> I, I have i tell a lie I, I think i've been reviewed once and it was quite it's fairly positive so do with that what you will. Matt can't pronounce twinings, so that's that's interesting. I genuinely think that is a that's a real concern. It transpires that Matt is actually a thief, so watch out for that if you ever invite him to your house. 
uh, he might steal something and then try and hide it like a psychopath. Oh, oh I have to apologise immediately. While we're eating biscuits, some of the noises in there were quite unpleasant to listen back to. I, I do have a bit of misophonia. It was unpleasant to have to edit, but I couldn't really cut it out because it is over-conversation, so sorry about that. But uh, it doesn't last for long, so please power through. Matt manages to show very little understanding in the production of a show. And that became a slightly frustrating conversation. You'll, you'll see when you get there. Um, but, you know, it, 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 hey, it's funny. It's why I left it in. But, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Oh, as well as a thief, turns out Matt is an incredible creep. And that is allegedly how he makes friends. But uh, I just think it's a little, a little bit weird. I'll do some social media plugs after the show, so please do stick around for that. But until that point, I will just say, if you are listening to this uh, on the day of its release, because technically it is now Saturday, or just basically before 4.30pm on Sunday the 7th of July 2019, uh, then please do come down, because I mentioned that there's a live record, and this is the only podcast that's coming out before that, but uh, I've only recently been able to confirm the uh, the special guest, and it is exactly who I was hoping for, and that is going to be Stuart Goldsmith of the Comedians Comedian Podcast, which is the first podcast that I ever listened to, and essentially got me into podcasting, so yeah. So come down, come come see the uh, sort of full circle conversation, and that's going to be at the Alex in Southend as part of the Southend Festival at four thirty p.m. Those times have changed around. Just in case you look at the website, that is slightly different to what it was showing. Uh, but yeah, if you do listen to this in time, please do come down because it's going to be a really fun, engaging conversation with an incredible comedian. So yeah, come down, see that, enjoy yourselves. It's going to be good. Well. Until I speak to you again, enjoy the show. Uh, oh, yeah, well, uh, we've normally made the tea by this point. Yeah, let's I've, make a tea then. I've hit start. Yeah, let's pour the water in there. It doesn't matter that I've hit start. I can edit it out. Water, or fir- leave it water first or tea bag first? Tea bag first, obviously. You say obviously. Ooh, look at that. It's all brown. Oh, what is that? That's not normal. I'm not drinking that. No, oh, you are. You've picked it now. I'm sure it's delicious. It looks like leaves. It look, look well, like yeah, it's exactly what it is, right? Yeah. But it looks... Sorry, I'm not going to keep these headphones on, by the way. I'm just That's getting there. It looks like the thing that you... Um, you know, like the capsules you put in a dishwasher? It's kind of yeah. got that kind of look to it. A dishwasher tablet sort of thing. Yeah. Like a finish... Yeah. It looks like autumn leaves. Oh, how does it smell? I didn't smell it. It smells like fresh packaging. No, no, I can smell it. It's quite nice. I mean, it looks really dainty. I don't want to put it in boiling water. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be the... uh, That'll be the... It says it's biodegradable. Biodegradable bag. Yeah, that's it. They've been biodegradable since they started, which... uh, So what, it just dissolves in the tea? No, it it won't dissolve. It remains like a natural tea bag, but unlike a sort of a, a nylon-based bag, it will biodegrade, which I think is what other tea bags are made of. I've already not thought about tea this much ever in my life. This is going to be a... welcome to the. This is the thing, right? I never thought this podcast was going to be this much about tea, <laughs> and 
like that first episode uh, I have Carl Donnelly on. Yeah. Um, in fact, do you know what? Oh, this this will be a good. Uh, do you know what? Well, right. What I'll do is uh, hello and welcome to episode I want to say eight of the comedians' tea party with Cy Deves. With me, Cy Deves, and my guest today, Matt Adlington. If you want to say eight, you say eight. It's the eighth one. Oh, thanks very much, man. Yeah, okay, no, it might podcast, not be. Mate. You, do as you, you do what you want. It's your podcast. Might be episode nine. Can you say hello? Hello. <laughs> um, uh, to be honest with you, I think I'm going to leave that little bit of chatting before we actually start. It's your so. podcast. You do what you want. It is my... You're correct. That is, <laughs> I am the god of this podcast. There you go. Um, no, so what I was going to say there was, obviously, I had Carl on the first episode. Yes. I never thought this podcast was going to be this much about tea, and that conversation just immediately flew into tea. He loves tea, turns out. Right. Like, really into tea, so he's sort of... Got a, a lot of experience of tea, and uh, it brought some fancy tea cuts back from uh, Greece or yeah, Turkey or something, which is very cold, done. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. I don't know cold very well, but that I immediately believe yeah. that. <laughs> um, but I, I started telling the story, um, so it turned into talking about Carl having a really good memory, right? Um, about how, like, sort of the first time I met him. Uh, I just ran into the street and sort of he recognised me from like a brief encounter and he was, we started chatting uh, and then I, we ended up talking about how he had a good memory but it was started from and I started the story but never finished it when you ran into him in Sydney was it Sydney? Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne Comedy yeah. Festival yeah yeah because you were just sat because you used to book gigs right? With yeah I used, to, I used to book gigs with Ross McGrain who you, you've also had in the podcast uh, two episodes ago and uh, so we used to book Carl, and this would have been, I think, when he was first starting out, or yeah. at least fairly early doors. So we would have been, I want to say he was a middle spot back then. Yeah. Um, he might have been opening. So how long ago were you booking that? You were... That was, I was, was 18, what? 19, so it was a good 14 years ago now, 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, that must have been when he was starting. Cause, yeah, 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 yeah. It must be, anyway, very good act. And then um, I didn't see him for a couple of years. Uh, bumped into him in Edinburgh when I was up there like as a punter. Yeah. And then when I went out to Melbourne um, with my girlfriend Tiff, we went to the comedy festival, went to a load of shows, went to this compilation show at a theatre, I can't remember the name of it, and Carl walked on and I nudged Tiff and I went, oh, I, I know him a little bit. Yeah. Um, and she went, oh, we should say hello afterwards. I went, oh, he, he probably won't remember, it was years ago. And uh, he stopped mid-set and spotted me full <laughs> throw and went, oh, oh, hello, Matt, how you doing, mate? You all right? Oh, and amazing. Like, yeah, point. We've got. I got really all right. Starstruck. Yeah. Now I think he's. A yeah. Can I swear on here? Probably not. You can swear on here. Um, every <laughs> every use of uh, the C bomb so far, I have bleeped out. Cool. Because I've found it enjoyable. I don't actually think he's a. I didn't mean. To <laughs> no, say no, that. I just no, like no. I don't think anybody does. He's the nicest guy. Yeah. Like after after his episode, <laughs> um, his friend came round to visit him, and it was pancake day. And I had to get off to Wales to re- record the second episode with Sarah Breeze and uh, and do a gig. And um, her friend said, aren't you going to make him a pancake, Carl? And he went, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Do you want a pancake? <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, great. Love that vegan one as well, I imagine. Yeah. Banana one. Um, maybe. I can't remember. It was delicious, though. I imagine Carl Donnelly's got an amazing vegan pancake. Oh, recipe. God, he's probably got about 40. <laughs> Good cook. Um... What was I going to say? What were we talking about before? Tea. Tea. Yeah. You like tea? <laughs> you, uh, I don't drink a lot of tea anymore. I used to drink loads, yeah. but like, I don't drink cow's milk. Oh, anymore. sorry. Uh, 
Is uh, that's what I was saying? Yeah. yeah. On on Same Ross, to you. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, so Russ McGrain's episode has just come out. Yeah. But I made it a game on that to bleep out every swear word. What that Ross McGrain said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was one big bleep podcast. It was it? a lot of bleeps. Like, <laughs> he, he suggested early on it'd be funny, and I was like, oh, that would be funny. So I led him to tell that story of the gig at um, Peggy Sue's. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. The one with the big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. Um, uh, this is the I can't, I stop saying greatest, that word. greatest use of that word so far. Do you know, I've pretty much stopped swearing. I just almost exclusively say cunt now. On this podcast? Well, no, just, <laughs> just in general. Generally, it's, it's bad. It's not good. I've got to yeah. stop. Sorry, mum. Yeah. What, are you calling her a oh. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Hate I remember, that's when I knew that was the worst swear word ever because... You called your mum a No, I called my brother one when I was younger. Yeah. And uh, we got into a bit of a scuffle, as, as young brothers will. Yeah. And... Uh, um, so I'm just laughing based on the last story that you told me of you and your brother. Uh, when he... Uh, Prevent stopped your uh, semi-professional football career. Oh yeah, let's not talk about that. No, but um, yeah. So then my mum come in to break up the fight. We were at her work, and she was like, "Oh, she was having to go at my brother, going, you can't do that. You can't say that. Why would you do that?" And then because he, did, I don't think he'd ever heard the word at that point. Anyway, yeah, because he called me a. <laughs> and then my mum looked at me uh, and it wasn't even anger it was like proper disappointment <laughs> yeah. and um, you know I, I, I'm constantly a disappointing son as a no <laughs> um, hey. but, but, but to see that level of disappointment I knew I'd done wrong <laughs> so um, yeah oh, man. no I, that's the way I refer to him as now that's, yeah what a I met him I know can I drink this now I'm actually genuinely thirsty you, you can drink it um, I will warn you that's going to be hot because all we've done is put boiling water on a tea bag. I've got like... Um, You've got a high threshold for hot water. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a particularly low threshold. No, that's all right. That's normal drinking temperature. For you, maybe, yeah. I can feel from the outside that that is... That was too hot for my finger. It doesn't really taste that much. I'm going to be honest with you, Sire. Yeah, well, I mean, it's only been in there for a couple... Oh, does that make a difference? See, this is what I mean. I have yeah, no brew idea. It for longer. Do you know? I, I, I only ever drink. What do you call normal tea? Like Yorkshire tea, PG tips. What is that? What, what is that? Well, I actually disagree with the classification of morning tea. Of or, what is do. it? Breakfast tea. I don't know. Because yeah, everyone calls it breakfast tea, English breakfast tea. Uh, it's, it's bollocks, isn't it? Because I have it all day long. It's an all day tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's just tea. See, I. That's what you call that? I, I, I have never really been in the circles where people would refer to it as breakfast tea. It's just. Do you want a cup of tea? Yeah, yeah. So and it's always the same. I just PG always get it whenever huge. I order a tea at like a sort of Costa or whatever uh, services. They always say, "What a breakfast tea!" Just like, shove it up your ass. Yeah, see, see, I don't order tea from there because I don't see the point in yeah, paying it's more 76 than a pound. pounds. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just get it from um, from the conglomerate with the M. Sure. Yeah. Right. But the other reason why I don't do that is my first experience of buying posh tea. I must have been about 16, 17, and I walked into a Starbucks. Yeah. Other coffee shops are available. Um, and, Please use them. Uh, and I, I didn't want coffee because there were too many options for coffee and that scared me. Yeah, so yeah. I went, I'll, I'll just have a tea, please. And the girl behind the counter looked at me and she went, what, like, an Earl Grey? And I went, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, sure. So she gave me this Earl Grey tea. Yeah. Did you put milk in it? I put milk in it. <laughs> and it was disgusting, yeah. obviously. Um, but I, 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 this is the first. You can have milk in Earl Grey. Someone told me that sometime afterwards, mm. and I, I thoroughly disagree. I, I with wouldn't them. recommend it. No, yeah. it was very I've done it once, very unpleasant, and that put me off posh teas for a long time. I see. I'd refer to that as a posh tea. This one. 
or any yeah fancy, anything, anything that's fancy not... tea is what we uh, is what we call it occasionally. Okay, anything other than breakfast tea is posh tea. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. So that that experience because I felt I was so self conscious. I remember having the tea at that at the milk and sugar station. And looking over my shoulder to see if anyone was judging me. <laughs> see if you're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, I didn't know. Turns out I wasn't, and I wish someone would have stopped yeah, me. Yeah. It put me off tea for a long time. And 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 I, and I, um, I so I don't have green tea. Right. I've recently started drinking peppermint tea because okay. because of ash frith. Why didn't you? Well, you you know we've got I've got loads of peppermint tea. Right. You could have chosen that. But I had one of those like an hour ago. I was right. down. I was down. Wouldn't the, try something <clears> new. I was down the radio station. About an hour ago, yes, and I I stole a peppermint tea from the cupboard. Uh, well, I stole the tea bag, and yeah, then, and then drank water with the tea bag in it. Yeah, you're allowed the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not allowed the tea bags, or you just never checked. Well, then they're not mine. I'm not paying for them. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not contributing in any way. Yeah. Um, and I do that thing where I take them out the packet and then hide them at the bottom of the recycling bin. Right. So no one knows. I mean, they know because there's not no tea left. Yeah, that sounds like the sort of the, something a murderer would do. Well, yeah, I mean, you got, you, you put you the body at the bottom of the bin. Oh, I thought no you meant like check. long hard day murdering. Better steal some tea. <laughs> <laughs> you and I think in very different ways. <laughs> I'm just thinking how knackered I'd be if I'd murder a load of people. I'd want a couple. I'm not talking about loads of people. Oh, like one. Per- this isn't. I'm not promoting genocide. Oh my god, Jesus Christ. These conversations always go weird. Every single one so far, at some point, it's gone a little bit weird. What are you putting in this your one? Tea? Do you like your mug, by the way? I bought that especially for you. I do like it, and do you want to, uh, do you want to talk us through it. Yeah, I'm gonna put. Uh, I'll put a photo of this on on the old Instagram. Sure. Um, and Matt is a vegan. Uh, I, I didn't say it. No, he to... didn't say it. No, but I'm pretty sure that's why he brought up the mug so that he didn't have to say it. Uh, he's got a scapegoat. Uh, ironic scape. What's that? Like a scape tofu? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Scape corn. Scape corn. Um, yeah, basically the mug has got a really cute picture of a... a it, would you say that's a sheep or a lamb? Is it, What's the difference? One's a grown-up, the other's a... Is that what it is? I think so. A lamb's a baby sheep? Yeah. I feel like we should... Yeah, lamb's a baby sheep. I feel like we should have that knowledge. Yeah, lamb. Saying it confidently. Lamb is a baby sheep. I'm going to look it up and if we're both wrong. It's true, you don't eat sheep, do you? Where they call it mutton. Yeah. You eat lamb because it's baby and tender. Well, you say you eat lamb, but uh, lamb upsets me. So... It upsets me and all me. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a there's a lamb and a little chick and a pig and a cow and uh, and they all look really cute but like a little bit sad actually that bird looks really angry uh, and it says don't eat us you sick. There you go. Yeah. See, so you can not only drink tea but but feel guilty while doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's assuming that I have any level of morals. So. Whereas I've got don't worry tea happy. Because it's a golf mug. Right. And I played golf once. So then I, I told my mum I played golf like four times. So one Christmas, I've got lots of golf stuff. Amazing. I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't know if I like it. What is this tea called again? Oh, this tea is, uh, hey, it's supplied by Tea Big. No, I'll try it again. It's supplied by Tea Pigs. So thanks very much, Tea Pigs, for again sending me tea. Uh, very kind. Please send me more because uh, they've started doing a cold brew range, and it looks really interesting. And I want them to send it to me. Cold tea. Yeah, mm. brews in the cold, so it's like a nice summer drink. That's, uh, that's just flavored water, mate. They do that already. 
well, you, there's a, you're wrong. Uh, it's like iced tea, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah but, you, but with iced tea, you, you cool it down. Cold ah. brew tea, you make it cold. I think that's I think that's correct. I've never had iced tea, so I don't know. Um, so this one is uh, tea pigs red bush, which is honey bush and <laughs> ruby boss. I mean, I chose it because it had the funniest name. Yeah, well, you chose it because you thought it was French for honeybush and robots. That's what I thought. Honey, yeah. Well, how'd you say it? Rubus, I think. Rubus. I think that is a conversation that I wanted to bring up because we tried pronouncing it before we started. It's spelled R O O I B O S. I imagine if anyone drinks tea and listens to this podcast, they know how to pronounce it. But uh, Sarah Breeze pronounced it really confidently. And then I forgot how she pronounced it, and then I should listen back really. Oh, well, so this is what rooibos is in. I'm going to say it differently each time. Rooibos is in um, different teas as well, is it? Rooibos. I don't know, but she was just talking about it. She, we weren't drinking it. Hmm. We were drinking a different one. She says nutty overtones of rooibos. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really like getting nutty from it. I don't know. I've not tried it yet. It still feels too hot. No, I'm, I'm nearly done. Do you want a biscuit? Is it too early for a biscuit? Oh, okay. Sorry, I've just tasted it for the, for, for the record. Um, and that is... It's a mild flavour, isn't it? It's just, I, can, I can taste the nuts. I can... There's something there that's like a little bit... Sorry, mate. Let me just... Zip. What is it with you people? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that is a mild... It's a very mild flavour, but I would, I'd say not unpleasant. I mean, it tastes like Yorkshire tea with no milk in it. No. That's Because that tastes quite bitter. Just normal tea. This, this tastes like normal tea with no milk in it to me, man. I'm really sorry. I'm struggling yeah. to get anything more it's out of it. Years of smoking and... I, I, I quite like the pretty colour it's making. It's red. Hence the red bouche. Yeah. Oh, That sip. Tasty. It's a little bit... Is this what this podcast is? Is every sip is just you go? Ooh. Yeah, change my change my opinion on it every time. Okay, I'm still not a fan. Yeah, I uh, speaking of because you asked me if um, <clears throat> I wanted if we were going to be using milk on this podcast. Yeah, obviously a conversation I have quite often is uh, like sort of about alternative milks because yeah. um, uh, ideally I'd like I'd like to sort of move away from dairy milk. Okay. Uh, that said, I like chocolate so. It's an issue, but there's less milk in dairy chocolate. Don't try and justify it, mate. Than there is milk in a cup of tea, surely. No idea. That makes sense to me. We just mur- you just be wrong. We just murder and rape a little bit. It's much yeah, better. Yeah, than yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just, uh, just enough to get my fix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I was talking I about murdering fun. people to, to then steal tea earlier. So who yeah, am I, who am I murdering job? several people at that? Yeah. Um. So. Your your go to milk substitute uh, is it varies depending okay. on what is it not always rice milk? It start, it certainly started off that way. Yeah, um, and I, I find that rice milk is the most versatile of the dairy. Okay, so it goes with cereal, going your tea and your coffee. Yeah, mashed potato. Right. Okay, but. I can see it going to mashed potato. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not bad. But I've started to I've started to vary up a bit. So um, Tiff loves oat milk in coffee. 
This is what I've heard. I've heard oat milk is the best yeah, for tea. It's very, and, very nice. Well, for tea... And it's the only one that doesn't split. Yeah, doesn't curdle. I don't. I find that most of them don't curdle as long as you put the milk in first. That's the trick. Okay. Obviously, that is sacrilegious for some tea makers. Well, funny you should say that, actually, because John Oakes said that there are some tea makers who insist that you should infuse the tea bag in the milk first before you put the water in. Yeah, well, I mean, it works well with dairy alternatives. It doesn't separate as much. Yeah. And you let the water cool a little bit as well before you pour it. Not obviously cold, but yeah, just yeah. like, you know, 30 seconds away, but not yeah. straight. But um, uh, for, for tea, for breakfast tea, for Yorkshire tea, mm. hemp milk. Hemp milk? Oh, yes. Didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, and I'll tell you what else it goes on as well. Um, um, like honey nut cornflakes. Yeah? That kind of thing, yeah. Hemp milk? Hemp milk, mate. It is the future. The thing is, I used to work in theatre where we used hemp rope a lot. Mm-hmm. And I had strands of hemp go in my mouth regularly. And it tastes horrendous. Not in milk form, mate. You've got to milk it. That's the thing. You wouldn't, yeah. you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't just go and like... That's a problem. I was pulling the ropes, not squeezing it. Well, there you go, mate. Yeah. You wouldn't just go and put a cow's udder in your mouth and expect it to taste good, would you? You've got to milk the hemp. <laughs> that's so weird. Um, yeah, but it's really nice. It's got like this um, like a chalky, almost chalky sort of aftertaste when it's in tea, but not in an unpleasant way. Not chalky right, that in, sounds disgusting. Not chalky is in texture. Right. How can I explain it better? The taste of chalk. No, I don't know if chalk's the right word now I've said it. I feel like it's not. You know like that, um, If you you know the milk bottle sweets when you're a kid? Yes. And you know like the powder that they kind of went over it? Yes. It's kind of that taste. So it tastes like the powder? Powdered milk. Like if it's an aftertaste. When you're drinking the tea, it's quite sweet. Interesting. It's very nice. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm doing a terrible job I'm of explaining. Absolutely that. intrigued. Yeah, you should absolutely try. It's very, very nice. But I haven't bought it for a long time. Okay. Milk. Well, I mean, do it at some point, and I'll, I'll come around and try it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wait in your and porridge as well. Then hemp. I'll talk about it on the podcast. Hemp in your porridge as well. That's where it's at. I mean, that sounds disgusting purely because I know of the hemp rope. Yeah. Um, but the reason I bring it up is a friend of mine and a listener of the podcast, Mark Williams. Hello, Mark. Hi, How are Mark. you doing? Um, he, you probably, I was going to say, you might know Mark, I doubt it. Um, I know him, I know him enough. Do you? Well, I know his name. <laughs> How much can you really know someone? Yeah. I mean, he is the person that I've known the longest. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, mate. Other, other than people in my family. Oh. Um, I, I realise this because I went to... I'm really sorry for you, Mark Williams. That must be a terrible, I terrible I went to school burden. with him in primary school and nursery school. In that order? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we do it backwards in uh, in yeah. Rutford. Yeah. Um, Give me six. <laughs> uh, now, the reason I bring it up, Mark Williams, friend of mine, uh, he, he sent me a series of messages. First of all, he started off saying like he was really enjoying the podcast. He's listening to it at work. I'm like, brilliant. That feels good. And then he went on somewhat of a rant about uh, calling calling milk substitutes milk because it's right. not milk because he's a vegan, I believe. I'm pretty sure he's vegan, or right. he's uh, at least. He was vegan and he's vegetarian. It's one of them. He was suggesting a different name because, like, calling it a milk substitute sounds like you're sort of you're disappointed with, with the milk. You you want milk, but like not milk, but you can have this if you want that sort of. And I understand that, but he suggested that we come up with a different name for it so that it still sounds superior. Okay. So, do you have any suggestions for rebranding of milk? I thought, oh, milk. Milk. 
I can't. I don't like mulk. He suggested mulk sounds like the sort of stuff you get if you've got had like leaves on the ground for too long and you lift them up underneath. It's gone yeah, mulky, and it smells like wood. Mulk. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, gone a bit. It's gone a bit mulky. I don't. He like suggested uh, plant juice with water, <sighs> which is what it is. I mean, basically, yeah, but that's only what it is because that's what because that's what there's it's no made of. there's no better word to describe it. Yeah, yet. absolutely. So should there be a different name? Do you think because Milk substitute. He has a point. It's it's making it sound like you know. Oh, you can't have milk. You can have something almost as good. And that's not the. We should be empowering this milk because once you start comparing it to milk, it suddenly becomes milk, doesn't it? Uh, that's the. I mean, I'm I'm lost. A different, a different. <laughs> yeah, a di- I'm aware that that doesn't make any sense. No, it does. A different name for milk. I don't know. Nut juice. But then it's not all from nuts, is it? It's not all from nuts, no. no it's a shame, because nut juice would definitely be my... Like hemp milk, for instance. Not from nuts, from hemp. From hemp, yeah. And people have a problem with it, aren't they? Because you go, oh, you can't really milk a nut, and you can't milk a... Uh, you can't milk hemp, because yeah. they're talking about milk. Maybe, maybe they should have separate, uh, you know, like sections. So, like, nut milk and plant milk. But yeah, as but... he points out, you're not milking it. You're, you're yeah. crushing it, aren't you? Um, so pressed plant juice pressed plant juice PPJ PPJ there you go PPJ yeah big old glass of uh, hemp a, PPJ that's it can I have a tea with PPJ and two sugars please yeah now if anyone has any better ideas uh, tweet or tweet tweet us uh, it's at tea party pod um, which is the letter tea party pod um, also don't forget to include me that's uh, at side eaves and uh, is it Matt Adlington? On Twitter, it's Matt Adlington. Yeah. On Instagram. It's oh, Matty sorry, I'll just slam that down. That's you, fine. You purposely brought these so that it didn't make a noise. And yeah, I... but that was, I mean, think <laughs> how loud that would have been if there wasn't the coaster. Mm. Uh, yeah, so on, on Twitter, it's, it's uh, is at it, Matt Adlington. Is it still Matty Adzo 5? On... I think it's Matt Adlington 5, I think. Right. I don't know. What, what's be... with the 5? Uh, was that your number in... That was my preferred squad number when I was playing football. But what professional I... football. Well, see, as I tried to move up the leagues I was not as good compared you know comparatively to my teammates so I never really got the choice of a number as I moved up the league so when I was when I was playing um for like Basel and United reserves mostly I was I was I think I was number 32 oh okay and I you know I tried to I was like well three plus two Still counts. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. I just wanted to get a little plus sign in the middle of it on the back of my shirt. So yeah, five's my lucky number. And it works as well. When, it, it? when I've been travelling around the world, I've done a bit of travelling, whenever we got short of funds, we go into a casino with like our last $10 or whatever. Oh God, yeah, that happened in Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've done this in Melbourne. I've done it in um, Macau, right. which is like the Vegas of Asia, if you're not familiar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've done it in... Bali as well, I think. Just strolling there with our last sort of ten bucks, yeah. whack it on number five, and hope it comes in every single time it come in. Yeah, because we're uh, we're at the Leicester Comedy Festival this year. No, no last year. It was last year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, yeah. we went up for your show. In My fact, show. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Welcome, Matt. Yeah. Um, which was that last time you did it? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. I did one preview yeah. and with that show, which I, I very, very lately... It's very good. Uh, ...stuck in a work in progress in Bournemouth. Yeah. And never did it again. And probably never will. Well, you should do. It's good. It's a good show. Yeah. It's 
good title. It was a good title. Yeah, considering I'm not only because it obviously as your debut show that is welcoming Matt. Yeah. Additionally, it's about you buying a house. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to sell it anymore. So yeah, but that is what it is. Uh, well, I mean, what, what are you going to do if not that? Well, just because it's a good title, just because just because you can doesn't mean say you should. A lot yes, of the time. that is true. Um, and I decided that I shouldn't. <laughs> so I haven't. You should um, though. It was it was good. No, I, I do you, know, you you know as well as what I do that. As my friend, I wouldn't say that to you, and unless it was good, because you, you know I'd tell you it was shit if it's shit. It, it's one of those. I think it was more of like um, um, an interesting story rather than a funny show. Which yeah, you know, there's there's good. There, it was it was funny. Though. It had funny moments in it because a lot of the jokes that I use in my club set are in there, um, and I like those jokes. But what I just did that horrible thing that um, a lot of people do when they haven't got an hour show is they take their Cobble twenty minutes. The, right, okay. They take their twenty minute set and basically put a load of filler in between the gags yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and hope that you can get by on a bit of a wink and a prayer. I'm, okay, I'm yeah. not ashamed to admit that, and that is what I did because yeah. I did not write a show. When I should have done. Yeah, I would argue that a good chunk of it you did write for it though. Eventually. Because you did it in a different format before for Southend the year before, did you not? I honestly can't remember. I can't remember the, the preview I did in Southend, I literally just said every idea that I had. And yeah. I think I started with my normal 20 yeah, to try and get the laughs and get my confidence up. And then just told a few extra stories that happened while I was travelling. And it was very fun. I enjoyed telling it. Yeah. don't think it was very funny. That's the problem. Not in stand-up it. format. I think. Do you know what? I think it might work as a sketch show. A series okay. of sketches. Uh, something I've been toying with lately. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, I can't remember how I got onto that. Oh yeah, Leicester. So you're up in Leicester. You were doing your show. Yeah. Then uh, you, Ross McGrain, and I. Uh, we we're all up there. We were just hanging out. Just we went up to watch Matt's show. Thought we'd have a night out as well. Watch some watch some shows, and then we basically we saw Matt's show, um, and then went to go and get a couple of drinks. Went to the casino. We had a few drinks. Matt won a load of money. Hmm. Decided we were gonna have a big night out, and then went back to the hotel and fell asleep. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I was exhausted from telling my unfunny show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Steve Bennett didn't dislike it. Well, I don't think that's wholly true. <laughs> uh, let's not. I really would rather not talk about that man. <laughs> hey, I mean, he is responsible for the only two reviews that I am aware of of myself. No, you only got one review. The other one was a review of. Uh, oh yeah, Matt Arlington. Matt Arlington. Who, yeah, who's that prick? Yeah, no idea, but he took the flack for. Even Steve Bennett reviewed me on. I think that was that when he called me Matt Arlington. I think that was my fifth gig. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you not know the story? Uh, well, I mean, I'm reasonably certain you've told it to me a few times, but for the sake of the podcast, go ahead. So, I went up, I drove Ross up to the, Leicester again it was, I drove Ross okay. up to the Leicester Comedy Festival, because Ross was in a competition up there at the Cookie Comedy Club. Oh, right. And... Uh, uh, well, long story short, someone didn't turn up, and Ross went, "Oh, Matt's just started gigging; he can gig." So I went, "Yeah, sure, whatever." I didn't know what I was getting myself in for, and the format of the competition was very, very strange. You had to go up, and they said, "Just go up there and and tell everyone about yourself for two minutes." 
<laughs> no. <laughs> what? And, and then we'll get you back on in a little while, and you'll do like your your three minutes set, and that and that was your five minutes on stage. And Christ alive! Now, but at the time, I know it was my like my fifth, maybe sixth gig. I only, well, I didn't have five minutes. I was, I had three minutes, and I was hoping that I could my drag right. out. Three minutes and two minutes on. So I was wa- some professional footballer. So I watched, I watched. I can't even remember the names of the act now. I watched the first two go up, and one of them just spoke about him, did what he was meant to do, spoke about himself. The other went up there and did what I assumed was the first two minutes of his set. Right. And obviously, everyone loved the fact that he had jokes in it rather than, hi, my name's Barry, I'm from Leicester and I live around the corner. So, uh, Ross went up there and basically emceed it. So he didn't really do his gags, but he didn't really, he didn't just stand there and talk. Mm. He tried to talk to them and I don't think they were really ready for it. Right. So I went up there and did the first two minutes and because it had actual jokes in it it got really good reception and at, at that point I looked at Ross and Ross looked very worried that I might progress and he wouldn't because I got a bigger reaction and then obviously um, I, that was all of the good stuff that I had at the time so the next time I touched the microphone it was to silence Yeah. and uh, found out Steve Bennett was in the audience yeah. a lovely little review of my fifth or sixth gig and about Matt Arlington and about Matt Arlington and how terrible he was and right he was Crikey. I think he compared Ross to Sean Walsh or Craig Campbell one of the two at the oh, time okay. as well interesting which is wrong yeah shows you what he knows <laughs> <laughs> well I've got to this point we've been going pretty much exactly the same length of time we have Yeah. we met at my second gig so your second gig, yeah, Pegasus. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And you told me to come and come and do this night in South End because we realised that I knew your brother. That was it. And uh and you were like, Oh yeah, come and come meet Russ McGrain. Like it'll sort of he'll, he'll book you and then you sent me a message and said book him and I came down. Yeah. And now we're now we're all friends. And he's never forgiven me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does bring it up surprisingly often. <laughs> it was good. Oh, that's what I started saying. We started saying, like, oh, yeah, I've still got to this point about um, about Steve Bennett reviewing me. Probably for the best, mate. Yeah. He doesn't like saying nice <laughs> things about nice people. Probably for the best, mate, because you're shit. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> Your ego doesn't need it. Yeah, well, this is the thing. It was crushing. I remember the, the, the second review he, he wrote about me. The I was driving back from Leicester with you and Ross in the car, and the review come through. And I can't remember if it was you or Ross, because it's all a bit of a blur, read the first line to me. And the first line was actually really nice. Yeah. I think it was saying, um, Matt Adlington is full of Essex boy charm or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like it, that. Yeah. The and quote like, that's now on your website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, I remember hearing that thinking, oh, thank God he didn't hate it. And then he just slated it for four paragraphs. No, he and, didn't. And then he went, but he's a nice guy and you can tell he's quite funny. So maybe sometime. He, in the he mentioned that you should have mentioned that it was a work in progress, which was fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But and I, he, and he I, said, in my defence, I own, sorry, moving away from the In my defence, I only applied for the Leicester Comedy Festival about five minutes before the deadline. Yeah. I think I was talking to you actually on the night think saying shall I go for it and you went well why not mate and then the application was hours long yeah so it took me forever to do and I've never done it before I didn't know I had never really considered a work in progress concept at a festival I thought you go to all festivals with your finished oh right show 
obviously I know now no one does that yeah nobody most people a lot of people I've seen a lot of people doing work in progress shows up in Edinburgh now which I think is weird yeah well that happens a lot and I have seen that for years but additionally people go up there with like their show sort of pretty much written but that first week is sort of somewhat considered the uh, the sort of the grace period and people are still writing their shows and like polishing it in that but then you can't I mean, I know a lot of people do free festivals now, but if you're not doing a free festival, if that first week the show's not ready, I don't see. Oh yeah, you could. Um, you can't do that. At, like, because there's a, the first few days before the official uh, official festival kicks off, and some people go up there and sort of yeah, they'll do stuff then. That's fine, and you that's call, okay. You can call that a preview or a yeah. work in progress. That's absolutely fine. I don't know. I got, I got, I got real, we- real weird um, principles when it comes to that stuff. Right. Yeah. Which is very militant, I think. Yeah. I don't really want to go into it now because people won't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I think I'm right and you're wrong. Whatever, yeah. Whatever you think. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you think that, that's all. Yeah, that that's, that's it. I, not only do I think it, but I believe it. Yeah. Have you um, finished your tea? Yes, I've just finished it. And do you know what? Uh, it, uh, it was alright. It was. It was okay. I will say, I feel more thirsty now than I did before I drank the tea. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's I kind of dried my tongue out a bit. I'm, I'm about the same. I, I would say that I would drink it again if it was offered to me, but if there was a list of that and other teas, I'd probably buy something else. That's That would be my sort of ultimate review of it. It was nice. You can it, have th- it was nice, but it wasn't delicious. You can have this as iced tea. I'd, I, that's, that is something that I could see myself having every day. You can have this as iced tea. I can see it being nice as an iced tea. Yeah, I bet you're right, actually. That would be nice. Yeah. Garnish with oh, yeah, lemon. Oh, yeah, look, that's, that answered my question about you. Uh, just top up glass with iced water. Very weird. Don't understand mm. it. That's okay. Do you want a biscuit? Yeah, let's have a biscuit. So, I stole these. Oh. Well, I didn't steal these. From the cupboard at work? No, no, not even from work. From a very, very posh hotel in London. Amazing. Well, you got it, haven't you? Yeah. You, you know, like standard thing when you go to a, ke- uh, a kettle... Uh, right, we're doing we're doing tea bag number two. Yeah. Is it is it twinnings or twinings? Twinings. <sighs> twinnings would have two ends. It has got two ends. You've just made a that noise you just made suggested that you've just lost a bet. Oh, I'm annoyed. I would say twinnings. Oh, why would you say twinnings? Because you spelled twin T W I N. Yeah. And then it's ings on the end. Right, I understand. But you would have two ends if it was twinnings. I mean, it has got two ends in it. Think of the... Not those two. It would, well, three ends. Two ends Whoa, together. Whoa, that is... Is it a strong that, smell? That is I'm very gingery. It is very gingery. Am, My word. I'm not sure I'm going to like this one. I've cho- I chose this tea because of the biscuits that I brought yeah. from the Posh Hotel. Let's have a look. What's the ingredients? Ugh. Ingredients. So for this one, we're having uh, we're having a twinings. We're shaking it up. Um, uh, welcome back, by the way. We're back. Um, we're having a having a twinings defense from their super blends range. So thanks again to twinings for sending me uh, free tea. Please don't scold me. Thanks, twinings. Twinings. Yeah, Matt doesn't know how to pronounce twinings. Um, so that's fun. Uh, so this one, yeah, it's twinings defense. Uh, in the Flavours are citrus and ginger with green tea and echinacea. See, I wouldn't have pronounced it echinacea either. Right, well, that's how it's pronounced. So. I would have pronounced that inchinsia. <laughs> yeah, well, in inchinacea. 
No, B. I would have put an extra N in there. The ends. Yeah, and you'd have missed the A. Yep. Yeah. But that's how I would have said it. Hmm. Yeah. Just so you know. Yes, I believe you. <laughs> Uh, Echinacea is a tall plant with famously bright flowers and a spiky middle. People all over the world have used Echinacea root for hundreds of years. I think it's quite good for um, digestion or something. 26% green tea, 15% ginger root, white hibiscus, cinnamon bark, natural lemon flavouring with other natural flavourings, 10%. Yeah. Echinacea root, 9%. Lemon peel, 5%. 5%. Lemon peel. I mean, it sounds natural more... Natural flavouring, natural lime flavouring, 4%. Vitamin C, 2%. It sounds more like a um, a hippie stew rather than a tea. Um, With tree bark in it. Yeah, but that, that also, that doesn't sound bad. Yeah, so this tea, it's got ginger in, which is why you suggested having that, because we have the little ginger biscuits that I you... Um, I got these biscuits from a very posh hotel in London... And I went away with a. Matt's uh, just now showing off that he. Has the I didn't pay for it. It was a work do. Book out. I had to check they were still in date because it was quite a long time ago. It was for <laughs> a, for a work do. Right. Um, and they paid for it all in there, and I thought, well, I've got to get something from this trip because uh, of course it was boring. So I I stole the biscuits. Yep. And I haven't tried them yet. I'm not well, a big fan of ginger. Should we do it at the same time? Yeah, but right. So here's the other thing that I don't know. Hang on, right? Hang on. Before before you do. Hmm. Normally, yeah. if I've got a cup of tea and a biscuit... You dunk? I dunk it. Right. I mean, that's a conversation that we have all the time. Right. On the on the show. Okay. But uh, is that acceptable to do in a ginger and whatever it was tea? Ginger and citrus tea? I, I, I don't think so. Can I, can I, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you are a free man. I think you're an idiot, but... <laughs> oh, this is like Starbucks all over again with people judging me. Um, It's very soggy. It feels soggier because it looks more like water than tea at the moment. No, it's nice. Just tastes like a sort of ginger snap. Mm. It's mild ginger actually. You've got a mild flavour. I mean, that was horrible. Don't ever dunk biscuits in. I'm really glad I didn't do it. It's something about breakfast tea mm. that makes the water thicker. Because this water, this tea, is too watery yeah. for dunking, which is why it's weird. It's this biscuit's soggy it's falling apart in my hand now it's probably the milk Matt but I even when I but is it just any milk because when I have PPJ in my tea that still feels thicker I'm so glad that's a thing <laughs> it still feels thicker do you know what I mean mm. alright putting this biscuit in that tea felt like I was just putting a biscuit in water yeah, but I've done milk it a second time. All PPJ are both both thicker than water anyway. So they're gonna thicken it up. Right. Some PPJ is thicker than other PPJ. But because you put so little in, I didn't really think it would make that much difference. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Don't look at me like that, mate. You're doing a tea. podcast about tea. I'm trying to talk about tea. Absolutely. No, I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, no, I'm just trying to cover up the fact that I was still chewing that biscuit. It was nice. I liked it. Did you have a chew of it in yours as well? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was nice. I preferred a biscuit to the tea, I think. I mean... Yeah, well, you've not so, drunk tea yet. Sorry, so Twinnings. Hard to say Twinnings. Um, yeah, good. 
I um. So what have you been up to then, Si? Tell me about you. Just been gigging, been previewing size matters. Um, right. Okay. So the, right, we're back to this again. Now you've done a full run of size matters. No. No. So you, this is a technicality you're getting away on, right? Well, it's not a technicality at all. I'm still writing it. The you, difference you, being, I've applied to do it at Edinburgh, but uh, I've just not not had the room. But so, how long how long has Size Matters as a show been in existence for? Mm, I I did the first run of it uh, at the old Southend Comedy Festival when it was still in December. So that was like what two mm, years ago. Well, like. 17 months no 19 months the other way I mean you're not previewing that anymore are you so let's have it right yeah I'm still writing it changed it a bit recently yeah I changed it all the time until until I've done a run of it that being said at this point I don't think it's even going to get to Edinburgh I think what I'm going to try and do is uh, do a little tour of it sort of post Edinburgh time so it will constantly be a preview no, 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 no. <laughs> by that point, I'll have written it. Once I've learned, basically, I've, it's it's written now, and I just need to learn it. So it's getting there. It's I mean, pretty much a show. It, to be fair, it's taken you as long as what some people tour a show for to write it. Does that make sense? Yeah, but the uh, thing is, <laughs> so your podcast, and I'm trying to yeah. trying to trying to call you out for taking your time, mate. Oh no, God forbid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've been going the same length of time as me and you've done one preview of one show. Yeah, because I realised that I didn't want to do it. Yeah, whereas I realised that I did want to do it. I mean, I should point out, this is my second show as well in this time. Yeah. What so, was the first one again? Oh yeah, Leaves With A D. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Leaves And I've already day. started writing the next show. Uh, when you have... Oh no, this is... this. Just concentrate on the second one, mate. I've written it. <laughs> this is what I mean. If you started writing your third one, then you can't. You're not previewing the second one. This is one of my things, Sire. Well, I mean, you you're wrong. I am not wrong. Uh, y- yes, you are. That what? Because, I mean, why? because what? So you're still adding material to the second show, but you're also adding material for the third show. Mm. So because I've got material for the third show that wouldn't fit in the second show, but you haven't finished the second show, so it would fit. You're talking no, about because in it's a different. narrative. Yeah. It wouldn't thematically fit. Imagine I'm doing a show about sort of various issues and that, as I do in Size Matters, and then all of a sudden I start talking about shoes. I mean, shoes. Which could be an issue. Yes, I know. I realise now that yeah. it's a vague so, uh, so, subject. So matter. take whatever you've done for your third show, mm. put it in your second show, mm. second show done. But it's already done. So then it's not a preview. No, but it's, I'm, I'm still learning it. So it's for, like, se- for 17 I months, though. Imagine, <laughs> imagine going to see, right? Uh, imagine going to see a theatre show because theatres, uh, this is what many people don't realise. Obviously, I worked in theatre, so I've, I've seen it all. Uh-huh. But um, like theatre shows, plays, all that sort of thing, they all do previews. They have a preview season yeah. where they learn yeah. the show. Sure. Right? Yeah. Imagine going to that and they said, yeah, this is a completely finished show. And then they get sort of a little bit into it and go, I can't remember that line. What? I was like, you, you'd be annoyed, wouldn't you? You would be. Does their preview season last 17 months? 19 months. <laughs> Does it really? No. I 
I've just said my, uh, mine has lasted 19 months. Oh. No, but that's just how long I've been writing the show. But some people <laughs> are still writing their first show who've been going considerably longer than I have. I'm only putting your winkle, mate. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's so easy. It's so easy to do. <laughs> I'm only joking, mate. You do what you want. It's your yeah. podcast, your thanks. show. Oh, I believe I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks, mate. Getting uh, booked to reasonable amount. So. I'm having a good time. I hope you haven't put anything in my tape. Yeah. No, not yet. No, well, so... you put ginger in it, you sadistic bastard. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I mean, what is your what's your favourite joke about long mirrors in candy? Oh, this is a reference to... <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. since you've been uh, berating me, I thought I'd just do bring you, up times you, that you've do, died on your ass. Well, yeah, but don't you think that's such a roll, right? So, uh, roll of the dice, right? So that, what, what size referring to here for people that are listening, which I'm <laughs> assuming is only people that we both know anyway, but... It's not. <laughs> I'm joking. I've got listeners all over the world, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have, I'm sure you have. No, but so um, we did a gig together in a, in a, in a lovely little place Canby called Island. Canvey Island, uh, which if you don't know, you should definitely visit. It's got an airport very <laughs> close by. Go to it. Um, yes, it is in London, the airport. Yeah. Um, it's not. Um, I, I try and do this thing when I start a gig, which I'm sure it's commonly referred to as this, but I call it in the, being in the room. Yeah, I'm sure that's a common, yeah. that's a common you, phrase. You call it that because Ashfrith told you to call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so that's how I learn it. But I don't know if that's a common phrase. I assume it is. It's not very nice, is it? Mm, it's okay. I'll let it, I'll let it settle. But anyway... I went through this fight. This, this was back when we did this gig. I I just heard, or just learned about it. I've been told about it, and I was, I was trying to do it more, to the point where I was forcing myself to do it every gig. Yes, and I remember that period. Yeah, and it it, it was it was terrible. Classic because, Arlington, all right, we call it. Yeah, <laughs> or Arlington. Classic <laughs> Arlington. Yeah, anything that goes wrong is Matt Arlington. Yeah, right. But yeah, so there's not always something to be in the room about. Is but it? you can try. No, there's not. But but I tried. No, absolutely. And, and, I, yeah, yeah. and, I, and I, I talked about it. You were right to try it. No, you weren't. You weren't right I to try it. I was not right. But I tell you, I did a gig on Saturday mm. um, in a place called... Oh, the name is important, so I'm going to look it up. Hang on. Hawkinge. Hawkinge. Hawkinge, yeah, yeah, right. In Kent. I did a gig there. And um, I, was, I was thinking, is there anything in the room that I could talk about yeah right before when i go when i walk on stage so you know it's more like a conversation but yeah and the only thing i could think of was <laughs> long mirrors in the toilet no the only thing i could think of was well hawkins sounds like hawk minge right so i said to one of the other comics are you getting paid for the gig yep God. <laughs> i said to another one of the comics he's uh, <laughs> no you didn't i did i said he's saying hawk minge funny and he went nah i went he went they've probably all heard that a million times i went well, I'm going to try it then. And I did. And I tell you what, I got a big laugh. And I had a great gig. So this is what I mean. It's, it's rolling the dice sometimes. I mean, I, I'm aware that that's oh, terrible. Mate, I'm, ju- I'm yeah. aware that's terrible, by the way. I'm aware that that is <laughs> yeah, terrible. Good. Okay, as long as you know. But, but... But you know, it still did good, so... But it was one of those It was one of those gigs where it was in, in a cricket club, cricket and social club. So mm. they all knew each other. Right. They go there every, at least every week, maybe every night. I don't yeah. know. It was a small little village. So if you go up there and start doing a polished set, yeah, I don't think that looks right in that environment. You need to reference the fact that it's a conversation and that you know these are thoughts that you've had. And do you know what I Was mean? It a new material, no. No. Right. Okay. No. 
But uh, so how I framed it was, oh, hello, um, just saying so you know, on the way here, I was talking to my friend. He said, where are you off to? I said, Hawkinge. He said, I'll never forgive you if you don't call it Hawkminge while you're on stage. So, hello, <laughs> Okay. So that's how I framed it. Gave yourself a scapegoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, sure, but he got... tofu. But, yeah, but he got a scape, scape corn. Scape corn, sorry. But, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, that's how I framed it. But that's what I mean, you roll the dice, right? That, that could have easily gone the way of the long mirror in the toilet. Yes, which story. I should point out was real classic. That was, how long did you do in that set? Was that 20? Yeah. In Canvey, yeah, that was the start of what was one of the longest sets Matt's ever done. Mm. And by that, I mean it was the correct length of time, but my word, was it long? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was and that's in no way <sighs> offence to your comedic abilities. No, you're just getting your own back because I was ribbing you about it. I just you. like to bring it up yeah, whenever, yeah. whenever I can. This tea's yellow, mate. It looks like wee. Yeah, it's a funny colour. It's really... It's the colour of your wall. It's not nice. Hmm. Oh, actually, it's got better. It's the same colour as the biscuit packet. Yes. Maybe that's something to do with the ginger. Could be. There yeah, you go. It's hot. I don't like ginger. Do you not? Oh, well, I think this has got better. It mellowed out since that first taste. Which they often do. If you leave it in there for a bit longer, you'd it think it gets stronger, but sometimes it just mellows. It tastes like a lem sip. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It does very, very much like a, a honey and lemon. Mm. Mm. It's not pleasant, but I'm going to drink it anyway. I don't dislike it. I do. Uh, I, I prefer the uh, Rubus. The Rebus. <laughs> it's got to be something. It's, it's, that was a South African tea, that first one. So it's got to be something like that. Rebus. Rebus. Okay, I'm not going to do Rebus. that. No, let's not do that. Yeah, let's not do accents. I wasn't. Do, I was sneezing, just for anyone listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was one doing accents. Yeah, no, I was, I was doing an accent of a white... A white person from yeah. Essex trying to pronounce Rubus. That's it, yeah. I was doing an impression of me. Uh, no, thank, the, the best thing about this is that you can edit whatever you want. Yeah, but I've listened to this podcast and I know you do very little editing. Yes. <laughs> no, I do a lot of editing. Um, I, just, uh, I just leave a, a surprising amount of the mistakes in. <laughs> because it, I, I think it's funny. To give the illusion. Yeah. In one of them, didn't you literally get up and answer the door to someone else that was coming to the podcast? I did. Oh, you listened to Russ's podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, mm. that Jordan Gray, who's my last guest. Have you met Jordan? Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. Love Jordan. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's great. She's really funny. I met her, um, I was at her, um, the Alex for her brother, I think it was her brother, did his first gig at the Alex. Yeah. I was there for that. He was great. Dalton, I think his name is. He was yes. great. He did very, very, very well. Yeah, she was talking about that. Said uh, he's just started doing comedy and he's, he's really funny. Mm. She hates him. Yeah, yeah. He's very good. <laughs> he's got a lot of energy. She's going uh, yeah. to do well. Annoyingly nice. talented family. How old is he? I don't know, mate. All right. I imagine you would have asked. Uh, no. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it? I don't, I don't really ask people how old they are anymore. Do, do you used to? Hi, I'm Matt. How old are you? Well, kind of. Like, when you, you think about when you're a kid. I don't know if you did this, but when I was a kid, you used to go walking up and down the high street looking for friends. <laughs> no, man. I had I, other friends. I, I had other friends. Sorry, we, you'd be well, serious. Do you actually do that? Yeah, we used to go and walk up and down the high street. Trying like, to meet the, the, friends. Just trying to meet people. <laughs> my, my, most, my, mostly, mostly girls at that age, admittedly. Yeah, right. But, right. They're so slightly you, different. It's weird, the tactic we used to, this tactic, yeah. this is how much we, we used Hello, to walk, love. Do you we, like long mirrors? No, it weren't even that. We used to walk up and down the high street and we'd look at someone that we liked and we'd look over our shoulder. Home. And, no, no, no. If they looked back, we took that as a sign as, 
I like you. <laughs> when now I can now I know that that was fucking hell is he doing yeah. looking at me is he still looking at me what's that bald guy staring so, at me so then what we would do is we would immediately turn around and walk behind them like at a safe distance behind them yeah yeah with a cloth that had uh, you know chemicals on it no you're making it sound worse than what it was all we wanted to do was talk bad. to it and we just we just assumed eye contact meant let's have a chat yes and some of our chats were like how old are you because it wasn't cool to be seen with a year seven if you were in year nine. Right. So we had to make sure that we weren't, you know, yeah. inadvertently looking uncool. Yeah. That's so weird. From the people that we just follow, it's really freaky, isn't it? <laughs> it's so weird. We don't do that anymore. No. Because... Uh, no, you'd choose a different street to South End High Street now. <laughs> yeah, because of the injunction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> Oh, well, that's one of my favourite stories I've heard in a long time. There you go. Thanks for that. Yeah, you fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird, isn't it? Like, I, that, that's how I used to meet girls when I was 14, 15. Just me and my mates used to go and walk up and down the high street, going in shops and that, and just taking eye contact as licence to go and say hello yeah but we get so nervous about saying hello that we had to follow them for about an hour after like to build up the confidence to do it yeah and then uh, they were too nervous to reply yeah yeah but i mean you know they spent a lot of time in phone boxes back then because not everyone had mobile phones just going like you know trying, to, trying, to, look, trying to look busy yeah exactly yeah. That, yeah i've still got friends that i met that way that i speak <laughs> to really yeah yeah so it's actually successful yeah 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 I mean, you know... You're blowing my mind, man. Not in terms of, you know, percentages. <laughs> but, I mean, the sheer volume that we went through meant that, you know, I've still got a few friends that I speak to that I met like that. So odd. That's, uh, that being said... It's no different. There's someone no... who... Uh, um, I wouldn't necessarily call him a friend, but, like, you know, an acquaintance. People I talk to in the street if I see them. The people that I talk to that way. Uh, when I was 15 and we used to drink uh, big old bottles of Red Square... Mm. Um, which I don't think that even exists anymore, does it? No. It was it was now pop, which I don't think they exist anymore, do they? Yeah, WKD blues. And yeah, like of that. course. So yeah, it's sort of an equivalent of one of those for the uh, youths that are listening that have no idea what they are. We used to uh, drink our big old bottles of Red Square, and then um, walk into Leeks. My mate lived in Chalkwell. We just used to walk down to the Esplanade, mm-hmm. meet people, and we ended up meeting uh, a load of girls. And one of my mates ended up dating one of them, and uh, and I made some friends. <laughs> well done, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I'm not a smooth man. No. Um, yeah, which is which is fine. And at the time, didn't understand it. Thought people just hated me, and now I realise I'm just odd. So it's fine. I've, yeah, yeah, you're right to I've, be odd. I've, I've embraced it. Yeah, it's yeah. The best way to go with it, mate. Yeah. So you're not going? Are you going to pop up to Edinburgh at all? Or? Uh, I don't think so. No, not this year because um, I'm going to Canada in September, uh, which has proven to be very expensive. Yeah, well, it's, it's not uh, cheap, is it? No, and neither is Edinburgh. So yeah. uh, with the two being so close together, I, it's very unlikely that I'll be popping up there. Yeah, which is a shame. I like popping up there. Yeah, it's I, great. I think a weekend is about as much as I need at the moment. Because mm. I, 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 I just, I just, I haven't. I went up there as a punter before I'd even even thought about Steph going on stage myself. Yeah, 
and did three weeks there and loved it. Three weeks, really? Amazing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I spent thousands of pounds. Yeah. But it was for my 21st birthday. I went up there. I knew a few acts because I'd been booking them. Yeah. So I went to hang about with a few acts I knew. And it was great. I had a great time. Went back up there after I started gigging five years ago? Four years ago? Uh, five years ago. Yeah. Something like that. And After you started gigging? After I started yeah, gigging. Yeah, so yeah. 2014 we started. Yeah, okay. So I've been up there three times since I've been gigging. And each time I've done a shorter length of time. Right. And each time I've hated it more and more. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I because... did 10 days there, which felt perfect. Oh, that's too um, long. That's that too was long. the second time I went. The first time I went was three days, which wasn't long enough. Then I did 10 days. And then I did... Uh, like 16 days and that was alright but you're doing shows That's up possible. there you're yeah. Doing, you're, yeah see this is the thing I've not taken a show up there yet and I would imagine that if you've got a show that you're proud of and that you enjoy doing I imagine it's different all over again but having yeah. but having not had that and now actually thinking I don't I'm not I'm not forcing myself to do that now that's yeah, why yeah. I'm not touching welcome mat anymore because you know, it was what it was it did what it did I'm not embarrassed about it but I've just got no desire to go and do it again okay so until I've got a show that I want to do yeah I don't I don't see the rushing getting back up to no that's there. cool I get that but it was yeah I think it's it's probably you and I just work slightly differently because yeah. I'd say you're probably better in a club environment uh, like and don't get me wrong, I, I I can do well in clubs and I have done well in clubs. Seen you do all right. And, in clubs. Uh, oh, well in clubs. Sorry, did you hear that? I've said all right. I meant well. <laughs> yeah, uh, I seen you do well in clubs. You've, you have, you've, you've, you've seen me absolutely smashing clubs. Yeah, Let's have, just yeah. say that in case any bookers are listening. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, like you sort of your general. No, well, I won't even say that because I, I was going to say like sort of your normal weekend club. Like it could be a bit 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 laddie, but even then, I can have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I, just, I love an art centre. Yeah, I think I think I I would probably say I was more accessible to a lower IQ. <laughs> <laughs> Is that fair? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Right, yeah. So yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, so yeah, so that. so so yeah, we do work slightly differently. Like I I I am in no rush to get back up to Edinburgh. Yeah, and I but at the same time when I I can't do the whole. Staying up till four or five o'clock, drinking, oh, and, and like, then yeah. and then go back on stage the next day, yeah. and you know because when I, when I've got, gone up there, I've I've taken I've gone up there with like a couple of compilation shows, yeah, right. But I'm I'm still very much learning, obviously, yeah. So I want to get the most out of those. I can't do that hungover, yeah. Certainly not two, three, four, five, six days in a row, and it just becomes a very expensive because I'm doing free rooms and I, you know, I'm doing compilation shows that I've usually put together at the last minute. You know, I've got a room that's had a cancellation yeah. or whatever. So they're not big audiences and I'm, I'm fine with that, but not when I've got a stinking hangover. Yeah. And, yeah, if you're yeah. Not, and if you're not going out in the evening and networking, then what you've got then is one of the most expensive open mic gigs in the well, which you, you know, that's exactly what it is. We're in, we're an hour from London. I can go and do an open mic gig that's not attended by anyone any day of the week. Absolutely, there's so, so many of them. Yeah, so much choice. So I'm not, I'm not overly eager to get back to Edinburgh again. To be honest, yeah. Like I say, a weekend, go and see some shows. See, so where whereas, like after the first time that I did 
40 minutes I did it at the Alex that time uh, I I sort of discovered something new about my ability as a comedian on stage and any time I've had the opportunity to do like sort of longer spots and sort of I think I think the next time I did something after 40 no it was about 45 minutes but the next time I did something after that I was an hour and it's I loved it it's so good and I just yeah. I just yeah, I just found this uh, sort of ability to explore myself. But then it, I think that also made me uh, better doing shorter stuff as well, like 20s and 15s. It's, it's certainly a good way of generating new materials to force yourself to write a show. I don't even force it. This is something that annoys people is um, I write quite prolifically, um, but without particularly trying. Good. Yeah. I just uh, I, don't, I don't know where it comes from. I just get ideas. Go away, Simon. Yeah. I don't see. I I don't think I've written a gag for a good few weeks now. Yeah. I've started writing longer bits. That's where that's going, which I think lends itself to shows. I do, I just find that in an hour show, I get bored of my own voice. I mean, think twice. I, I was like, oh, I can't be asked to carry on talking. <laughs> it's too long. It's too long. <laughs> like honestly, is there is there a, is there? A, I can't think of very many hour-long shows. Certainly since I started gigging, that I haven't got bored after about thirty-five minutes, forty really? minutes, really, and just started thinking, I want to go to the toilet. I want to get out of this room. I want to go for a drink. I want to just check my phone. Really? Yeah. Like oh, I man. just I just think it's a long time to keep someone's attention for without a break. That's why there's the sort of the skill of battling the 40 minute lull he's definitely a skill but I, I, even with the best comics in the world have a break haven't you <laughs> I mean just have a, have a imagine if everyone in Edinburgh had an interval I think they should if you're going to insist on doing an hour I think I you think, should well this is this was uh, I had this discussed a little while ago is that shows in Edinburgh they were always supposed to be designed to be like 40-45 minutes which is basically the exact right length of time that a show should be yeah, I imagine guess so, that. Imagine got, if every show was forty-five minutes. A, the world would be a much better place <laughs> and a much funnier one. Don't get that. me wrong, because there are I've seen a lot of incredible hour-long shows, but there is always a point where it doesn't matter who it is, doesn't matter what level of comedian they are. Like in Edinburgh, I saw one of my favourite comedians in the world, and I fell asleep, and it's only for about thirty seconds to a minute. But I can't stop it. I can't stop myself. As yeah. soon as I sit down and actually relax. It's because you like well, you just said the forty minute lull, like that is a known thing. Mm. Stop there then. Yeah. What why are you fighting to get them back? They're supposed to be there having a good time. Just let them have a good time and but when they finish having a good time. It's not always the case, because I've go. seen I've seen some forty minute uh, sorry, I've seen some hour long shows and longer that just keep you going. I don't dispute that it can't be done, but I think there's not enough for it to have a whole festival about it <laughs> do you know what I mean I don't think it should be the norm absolutely but if, it, if all shows were 45 minutes imagine how much easier still be 10 minutes too long <laughs> all comedic for you uh, just because just that's doing all of your material and then standing around for 10 minutes <laughs> oh sorry taking questions at the end sorry we are just taking shots at each other uh, we, you should be aware that this is purely from a place of love and hatred. And uh, no, yeah, where where not... Sire said he was prolific at writing is literally because he's got no quality control whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just I just keep doing stuff about mirrors. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Good. Yeah. Are we done here? <laughs> mirrors, mirrors, and hawk minge. Uh, that's all I've got. I might have got a laugh. What can I say? Because you're you're a very funny and capable comedian. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure I believe that anymore. Oh no! Well, you we had this conversation earlier today that you oh, yeah. absolutely believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting yeah. to, starting to, yeah, yeah. good, starting, starting to feel comfortable. As well, you now. should, mate. You yeah. were there a while ago. You're back there now. Mm. I've been there for a long time. Mm. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I, I am going for a lull. It does go in peaks and troughs, though, doesn't it? it? Certainly does. Yeah, it really does. But then again, but something else. I think else, there's, there's so, you get to a certain point of you having been through so many peaks and troughs that even when you're in a trough, you're going, it'll get better. Yeah, but then conversely, but like, this is why I said to you earlier, yeah. I'm enjoying it now, but at the back of my mind, I'm going, there's a trough coming. Yeah. There is a trough coming. But you've got to try and stay in the moment and enjoy it. You know, so. Yeah, but I mean, you've had some particularly bad troughs, but you've found your way out. No, I'm not saying that as a criticism. <laughs> like everyone's, everyone's been there, but sort of you've you've been through some dark times, haven't you? So. Yeah, mate, it's like anything, right? So like, whether you're an elite athlete, comedian, actor, accountant, the people at the top are just the ones who didn't quit when it got hard, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Right. yeah. There's, uh, That's what I'm hoping for. Like anyway. Gary Delaney, the other day, I saw him, uh, he was talking to someone on Facebook, and uh, and someone was, they were talking about quitting because they'd had a bad review. Mm. And uh, he sent them a private message saying, you know, like, you're funny, keep going. I quit for three years once. It's Gary Delaney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best joke writers in the world. What is the strangest gig you've ever done? Uh, I don't know. There's been a few. Yeah, I know. I've asked that question. I'm trying to think. I've done a couple. Uh, like there was one I once did. <laughs> the the it was a, a gig in Hove or Brighton. It's one of the two. I think it's in Brighton. Uh, I'll start that again. I did a gig in Brighton, and the woman booking it, she'd sent me a message and like invited me personally. I was like, oh great, cool. She knows who I am. Want to come down? And I went down and did it, and. Uh, but like it was just an open mic night, but the payment for it was uh, a free meal, which okay. like sort of early days you go, great, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah. You go down for a free meal. Absolutely. We got there and they said, oh sorry, the night's sold out, uh, so there's no free food left. Uh, but you you can oh, have a, you can have a drink if you want. But there'd be money then if the night's sold out. Well, you would think. Yes, I did. I took payment for a gig one. I did a gig in a private members club in Chelsea, and, and the, <laughs> pay, the, the payment this. was a year's membership. And literally, that all that gig ends up being is other comedians that got night yeah, off yeah, that have yeah. done the gig that yeah. just go down there and heckle. So James Acaster has a bit about that. Does he in one of his Netflix shows? Yeah, no way. Yeah, I'm the mem- I'm the, I'm a member of the same club as yeah, James yeah, Acaster. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the the bit was um, talking about how the membership for it was. Uh, doing that and um, and then like there was someone sort of laughing sarcastically and he was like what's going on mate and it's Josh Widdicombe <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I don't know if that's a true story but I remember when, when they told us what the payment was they go it's, fu- it's good because it gives you exclusive I remember use. you telling me about it yeah exclusive use of the whiskey room once a <laughs> month and you go ooh it's, two, it's like 200 quid a glass of whiskey or something stupid yeah. I mean it's not but you know it's a lot of money for a glass of whiskey and yeah. I can't afford to drink in there because people like you won't pay me your pricks yeah. but it was literally you had to walk down like a side alley and bang on this secret door and a bloke in top and tails opened really? it and showed you inside and it was you know all gorgeous people working in there yeah, yeah. waiters and waitresses and yeah incredible place wow. but horrible gig yeah 
horrible environment. Mm. Yeah. Not conducive to laughing. No. I have also done a gig in a campsite where it started raining, so I had to abandon any mic and amp. I was just shouting into a field. Yeah, that was a f- one, wasn't it? Yeah. One of the f- ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I, didn't you Didn't you really enjoy it? Yeah, I smashed it. Yeah. Right? yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of his gigs. Yeah, it was really yeah. nice. It was really good. He don't book me anymore. No, he doesn't well, he, book me anymore. He hasn't booked me for a little while because um, he's oh. he started booking pro gigs and uh, like sort of the the gigs he he was booking progressed. I also progressed, but he didn't progress me to the yeah. I've smashed gigs for him in, yeah. in rooms that shouldn't have worked. Yeah, I've ripped gigs apart for him in rooms that were really hard. But then I died on my ass in a room that was going very well for everyone else um, because I, I, you know, I messed up and uh, he had booed me since. <laughs> no, Which is fine if you yeah. if you listen hey. to this. Forgive you, just no, it's right. Please I'm, book me. I've decided that I'm going to leave. I was thinking while we were having talking about that, is uh, I'm going to leave that bit of conversation in but bleep the names out and all the relevant bits about the gig. <laughs> so, just so that he doesn't know which, who it is, but deep down in his heart, he knows it's him. Yeah, um, yeah so we've gone on for a little while. Yeah, uh, so I probably need to go to bed too. Yeah, I probably need to go to bed as well. Um, yeah, so let's... Uh, How do you wrap these up? Just sort of end it. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Right, there that'll, is, that'll there's, there's now too much wildlife in your room, so... I'll give the cat something to play with. Yeah, uh, we'll give the cat something to play with, and also, me... Also proves that neck curtain does nothing. No, that neck, yeah, there's a very small gap at the side of the neck curtain, which uh, has let through about 16 moths and uh, a daddy long legs. You doing it? Getting confident? Yeah. It's just a nice mic, mate. Yeah, what you've done there is completely changed the uh, level of signal that's going to come into the. No, it's fine. You leave it there. <laughs> just. Oh, look at that! You missed, messed, messed with it. It's all gone wrong. No, it's fine. So, have you, have you got anything to plug? Uh, Soccer PM podcast. I should yeah, probably, of course. Yeah, yeah. Should, probably should mention that Soccer We've PM got... Extra Time podcast. It's me and Ash Friff. Yeah. Uh, we basically we we do a show on Radio Essex called Soccer PM, where we cover all of the Essex football teams that are playing on a Saturday, as well as the Premier League as well. Yeah. And all your hit music. And then the Soccer PM Extra Time podcast is us running up the action from the previous week and looking forward to the week ahead. Great. With a focus around the Essex football teams but yeah. we do also touch on the Premier I mean, League you, and you've had quite a lot of uh, fun times with that haven't you yeah it's been going really well it's been going really well um, start to build up a bit of a fan base now we've been interviewing uh, some footballers I mean I'm a South End fan so it's a dream come true for me anyway yeah. I mean uh, got... just, just before this you were interviewing uh, uh, South End's new player who's in yeah Brandon Goodship yeah he's the new signing at South End United where is he Italy he's in Italy yeah so he was in Italy tonight yeah uh, so we <clears throat> phoned him out there. He was a very nice man. Got to talk to him. Lovely. It was very fun. Uh, so yeah, so that. And um, the only other thing I'll mention now, I'm sure Ross mentioned it, is we're doing this right at the very start of the South End Festival. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of cool stuff. So as you've already done your I've already show, done my show, yeah. But was... I'm going to be recording a live episode of this podcast Stop on that. Sunday the 7th of July. Do you know who the guest is? Yes. Well, hopefully... I, uh, I'm talking to someone and uh, I'm just uh, I'll, I'll let you know I'll let you know after the, but it's 
So he's it's... talking to someone famous and he can't say who it is. <laughs> it's a very exciting guest who, if I can get him on, will it'll be great. It'll be really good. Okay. If not, I've got some reserve other good options. <laughs> very good options. Uh, Ash Frith will be... Uh, ecstatic he's on your reserve list yeah <laughs> yeah no he was he was on the uh, on the like first list but he's taken too long to uh, come on the podcast <laughs> no that's, uh, that's not true uh, uh, well he, he has taken a long time but it's he's busy I'm busy we've both been busy when we're busy so yeah that's fair enough so yeah I haven't got anything else to plug uh, Sucker PM Extra Time Podcast yeah. South End Comedy Festival for where Ross. can you find that podcast on all good podcast apps yeah if you just search Radio Essex into anything it's, it's on there we pretty okay. much dominate the Radio Essex feed yeah apart from you know there's a few good interviews with like Ollie Murs on there yeah if you if you get a bit you didn't do that no I didn't do that no but you know yeah he's an Essex lad isn't he Ollie yeah. Murs yeah yeah, yeah. He's, done, he's done a song with Snoop Dogg mate incredible how about that? Yeah, never thought I'd. But say that's that it. Song. You keep on your uh, soccer PM. That you, you, you too will do a song with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll retire the day after if that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. not going to get any better than that. Mate, I've had a really good time. Yes, me too. Thanks very much for coming up. Thanks for having me at your house. No, you're very welcome. And uh, yeah, it's been really good fun. Um, what, what are your social? Just, uh, uh, we said it already, didn't we? Yeah, at Matt Twitter Ad- is at Matt, Lin- Matt Adlington. At Matt Adlington, uh, Instagram, I'm certain, is Matt Adlington05, and Facebook is uh, Matt Adlington Comedian. <laughs> you sure? Nope. It sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably come up, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just search Matt Adlington, you'll yeah, find it. Yeah, on most of the social medias. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's been a lot of fun. Cool, thanks. Thanks very much. Thank you. And uh, uh, I love you all. Bye. What did you say? It's been a... Okay, do you want to say bye? Oh, sorry. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you'd stopped. Well, that was very fun. That was really enjoyable. I hope you you enjoyed it too. I enjoyed listening back to it and editing it. So, yeah, hopefully it does all translate well. Um, and was very fun. Any abuse between the two of us was was purely uh, out of love because we're we're very good friends. So don't don't you worry yourselves. I I just wanna I just wanna say I ke- I seem to have regular listeners in uh, sort of all, all over the world now. There's some in Australia and other countries. I probably shouldn't list the countries because I can't remember where they are. But there's, they're all over the place, which is amazing. And if you are one of those listeners, please do get in touch. On I know there's one of them is in Europe somewhere. Uh, has followed my Instagram account, so I know they listen in. And same with some of the Australian listeners. So that's that's was really cool. I really like that. That's amazing. So yeah, if, if you're listening, let me know where you're listening from because I'd I'd love to find out how far away my listeners are getting. Uh, so just, just just drop me a message on on Instagram or uh, Twitter or whatever to say, hey, I'm in so-and-so place. That'd be cool. It'd be good to hear from you. But with that in mind, if you do want to get in touch, I mean, you can email me as well or uh, Twitter or Instagram or uh, on the Facebook page. You can do so. Just search The Comedian's Tea Party or at Tea Party Pod on anything. Um, email is teapartypod at gmail.com, which is the letter T, party pod, uh, which is true of all the other texts as well. Um, if you want to follow Matt, 
anywhere on the social medias. He is on Twitter uh, at Matt Adlington. On Instagram is Matt Adlington 05. Uh, and on Facebook, just search Matt Adlington Comedian and you'll find him. Uh, you can also listen to his podcast that he does. Um, if you're at all into football, even if you're not, it'll be a fun podcast to listen to because uh, both Matt and Ash, who he does the podcast with, very funny. And Matt, uh, Ash is going to be on the podcast soon also. So yeah, go and listen to that. That is the Extra Time podcast available on all good podcast apps. On that note, whilst you are on those podcast apps, just go and drop a little subscribe and a like and uh, drop a five-star review on this one because it helps with visibility and the like and it makes me feel warm inside because i mean several people got in touch and told me for instance that the jordan gray episode was their favorite episode so far and that's that's lovely that shows that you know i'm progressing doing something well or you just prefer jordan gray to everyone else that i've had on so far any of those things are possible uh, but i really appreciate the feedback either way because it's just it's just lovely it's really kind thanks very much for listening everyone I'll see you soon, and don't forget to come to the live recording with Stuart Goldsmith tomorrow, Sunday the 7th of July 2019. If you're listening to this in the future, keep listening to the podcast, because his podcast will be coming out soon. Thanks guys, bye.